Okay, we ready everyone? Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Um, <clears throat> it's great to begin. Because when you begin, when someone begins, so uh, you, you can choose. <clears throat> A person can choose. <clears throat> Sorry. When a person begins and he's not continuing, one of the benefits of beginning, um, it's one of the brachas of having a new day, is that you're able to to stop and you're able to choose and you're able to make decisions. One of the biggest gifts of life is that we're able to choose. We're able to decide how I want to live my life and to create one of the <clears throat> one of the functions of the Yitzhahara, thank you so much. One of the functions of the Yitzhahara is is to is to push a person down <clears throat> and pull him away from what he what he wants to do and what you can do and to live in the world of I can choose the life that I want to live and I wanna I, I, I'm able to <clears throat> to be happy if I want to be happy I'm able to think positive thoughts if I want to think positive thoughts I'm able to make money if I, w- if I choose to, to make money if I want to learn Torah I could choose to learn Torah <clears throat> I, I have the ability each and every one of us has the ability it's actually this week's parasha as, as, as it says that Moshe Rabbeinu he says Maze biyadcha, he says Mata. He has a staff, Mata. He says, Mata is Malashan to be Nota, to go from this side to that side. Because Baruch Hu said to Moshe Rabbeinu, what do you have in your life? A person who's alive, what do you have? You have Bechira. And when a person lives in the world, and wait, 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 one second. I actually can choose the way I, I want to live my life. Now, when you're a little bit older, <clears throat> it's a little bit more challenging. Because when a person's married, think about it. <clears throat> when a person's married, when a person's, let's say, 40, 50 years old, <clears throat> and he has his job, he has his children, he has his profession, he's sort of in his life, so his choices become, as you get older, might become a little bit. When you're younger, <clears throat> you, you, have, you have very little choice. When you're seven years old, right, you got to listen to your father and your mother and you got to go to school and you got to when you're 10 years old when you're 12 years old okay when you become a teenager <clears throat> when a person becomes a teenager that's the difficult transition this period of time in your life is a little bit of a difficult transition the reason you're in a difficult transition is because you're 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 in a period of a transition between being a dependent to be an independent to be a non-chooser to be a chooser to be someone who can create. Now, even if a person's 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, you could choose, of course, because those choices we can make, you could always be making decisions. As long as you're alive, a person could be making decisions. What's challenging of the teenage world of 15, 16, that's why a lot of times children rebel or teenagers rebel is because, because they, they struggle with the fact that 
do I make the decisions? Do my parents make my decisions? Do my rebellion make my decisions? Does God make my decisions? Does Hashem make my decisions? Where I can, what do I want? It's very scary for a person sometimes to think about it, to say, what is it that I want to do in my life? What do I choose to do in my life? And that's very, very scary. But at the same time, it's very, very empowering. Because you're like, whoa, this is my life. I could choose to do whatever it is that I want to do. And that's a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, power that a person has. One of the reasons that we start off with, with Mi Ha'isha Chafetz Chaim is Oev Yamim Liroz Tov is that, is that who is someone who really desires life? If you really, really desire life, then you, you're going to try and choose to see the good. You're going to try and choose to really get the most out of life as opposed to being a victim and saying, you know, I have a bad day because I've had a bad day yesterday. I had a bad day a week ago. My father has bad days all the time. My mother, I grew up in a family where it's all bad days. It's all this. This is the way I look. Oh, no, no. Stop. And you could begin and you could say, I want to break the chain. I want to live a new life. I want to have a great relationship with, with my wife. I want to have a great relationship with my children. I choose to live my life differently. I don't want to look at things negatively. I don't want to, to be someone who burns everybody up as I see them. I want to be someone who's loving. I want to be someone who has um, compassion. I want to be someone who is, you know, who is, um, you know, sensitive. So, so one of the challenges that we face a lot of times is, the, is this ability to, to respond and this ability to make the decisions. And what happens is when we view ourselves and we view the situations or we understand ourselves, we say, I am a person who's a, who's, who has a difficult situation. If you have a difficult relationship with someone or you have hurt or you have sensitivity or you have things that are difficult, or you're struggling with this, or you're struggling with that, or you have difficulty with that, or, or this, whatever it might be, the, the most important, um, or a very important piece of that is to be able to separate yourself from the situation and say, how can I approach this situation? How can I take just to stop for a second? That's the blessing of sleeping and waking up to a new day. The blessing of Chadashim Labkarim Rabba Munasecha. Chadashim Labkarim means that Hashem made the world. He could have made it that we don't sleep. Well, it wouldn't have been a big deal. He could have made it that every day, right, like you were in kindergarten, every day from, from uh, you know, 12 till 2 or 2 to 4, everybody would have nap time. And everyone would shut down, you know, and you'd shut down for two hours and that's it. Hashem didn't make it that way. He made it that there's a night time. There's a day, there's a new day. Why? What, what, why did Hashem do it like that? One of the reasons Hashem did it like that is to teach us. It's to teach us. Now the tzaddikim do this every hour, or they might be able to do it every minute, where there's a, there's a freshness, where they're excited, where there's a freshness. But one of the blessings of life is the fact that I can go to sleep and I can wake up. Ah, it's a new day. That means I can now create the day that I want to create. I could say, this is what I want to do. And you know what, I'm a negative guy. That's okay, I accept that, I'm a negative guy. I want to learn how to be more positive. 
You know what? I'm a, you know, it's one of the reasons, by the way, this is not to get into everyone's uh, <clears throat> so deep about it, but it's true. One of the reasons why teenagers and people who are struggling sleep, sleep a lot and they sleep late. One of the reasons is, is, because, is because they haven't accepted the fact that I could create the day that I want to create. They're still living in the world of, okay, let me put my, the covers over my head. It's not because, oh, I stayed up so late, so I, uh, you know, I couldn't get up in the morning. No, it's because facing life as a teenager, facing life as a person to say, okay, wait, you know, hold up. I used to be dependent. It's not about my mommy. It's not about my daddy. It's not about my rebellion anymore. It's not about my anything. It's about me choosing to live a certain way. And that's a heavy thing to hear. At the same time, it's the most exciting thing to hear. They go together. Why? Because it means, wait, wait, wait. Because it means, hold up. It means I'm actually fully, fully capable and fully responsible. So that means if I'm not happy, maybe it's myself that's not being happy. It's not because of outside circumstances. Maybe I can do something about it. Does it mean I can do something about it with the snap of a finger? Probably not. But does it mean that I can learn how to choose to live a certain way? Yes. And that's why we start off with purity of speech and Hilchus Chavetz Chaim. Why? Because the second you learn to live in your life, and the second you learn not to be bogged down by other people's lives, we live in a generation where, where it's all about everybody else, what everybody else is doing, what the weather is like, right? The weather is going to affect my mood. I'm going to give the weather that much power. I'm going to give, give the government and who's the president and who's the prime minister and who's the this is going to affect whether I'm going to be nice to my children or nice to my wife. That's going to affect how I'm going to be. What happens at work and my boss and my this is going to affect my relationship with myself and with, with people and with, with life. So, so that's where the challenges become. That's when a person has that challenge to say, so who owns my life? Who owns my life? And sometimes you might say, you know what? I don't own my life. It's really, really terrible that I don't own my life. But at least at that moment when you realize that you don't own your life and that I can't do anything about it, or you feel that way, I gotta make a change. I can't, I can't live, because then otherwise you're stuck. Otherwise you're stuck, and then you're not alive. Being alive is that ability to choose. Question, comments, and then we'll go to, to, a, uh, to a halacha. Please. Yeah, someone. Rebbe, you said it yes. so clear we don't need questions. Uh, well, it could be comments. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Okay, there could still be comments. That was a comment. Thank you, Ben. Okay, so let's learn a halacha. I guess we'll start with a halacha. I guess everyone wants to go to Basil Sisharim. So let's start with a halacha. Sometimes we, when we praise somebody, we cause ill feelings. Um... For example, page 70, page 181, day 70. Look what he says. The Chavaz Chaim says that sometimes you praise someone, and now we're talking about rechilas. Rechilas is where we are pinning two people against each other. We're causing, we're mentioning that this person feels this way about this person, and that causes ill will. 
He says, Moshe and Levi are partners in business. And you tell Moshe, your partner is so generous. Last week he lent me $100,000. You're not allowed to do that. Why are you not allowed to do that? Because you don't know if Moshe is happy that Levi lent him $100,000. So that could cause a, a riff um, in between Levi and Moshe. Um, another example. Your wealthy uncle lends you money from time to time. But when your friend, who has a reputation of not paying back loans, approaches him, your uncle is hesitant to help him. When your friend confines in you, you tell him, I'm shocked. You say, my uncle is so generous. Whenever I am in need, he always helps me out. Although you meant well, you're not allowed to relay this information because it will cause your friend to be even more upset at your uncle. So it comes out that even if you're saying positive things about someone, right? In both cases, you're saying positive things. You're saying this person lent, lent me money, but that could cause his partner to be upset at him. Or you could say, oh, this person always lends me money, but that could cause the person to be upset because why is he lending you money, but he's not lending me money? So Rachilis is not just saying something negative to someone about someone. It's even if you're praising someone, but you have to, you want to be careful. A person wants to be careful of what, what he opens his mouth and what he says, even if it's a positive thing, because that positive thing can be interpreted as negative. Not interpreted, it could be, it could be, uh, you could be medayik uh, negative. Okay. Question, comments on that halacha? All right, let's go. Okay, I guess we're going to go to Masil Shasharim now. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We, that we are Zoha, as we said, uh, that we are able to, to live in, in, and live our life and not be worried about uh, one, someone else's life, not be worried about, uh, you know, uh, making making us feel, you know, as as the morale says, yes, Reb Zev. Yeah. It's rechilus, yeah, yeah. Because if you say, oh, what do you mean? The guy didn't lend me money. He says, oh, he didn't lend you money. He always lends me money. So you're not saying it to pin him against the other guy, but now the person's gonna be upset. He's gonna say, oh, why does he always lend you money, but he doesn't lend me money? <coughs> yes. <clears throat> so Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha today and every day. <clears throat> but all we have is today. All we have is the day that is, uh, is in front of us right now. That's all a person can, can control, if, if he can, even. The only thing we can control is today, and how we are um, this moment, and what we're going to do today. Yesterday is gone, and, and tomorrow is not here yet. So the power that we have is in the now, in our ability to try and, and get perspective, and the ability for a person to learn.
And like we say all the time, it's not something that you just click, click a switch and then you become a positive person, right? It's not, oh, he's a positive person and he's a negative person. It's something that a person has to work on every day. And the more a person works on being positive and the more a person works on not focusing on other people and not talking about other people and not being in other people's business, but rather in your own business and understanding what it is that I need to work on. Right, because a lot of times a person won't work on something because he looks at somebody else and he's like, oh, what do I have to work on that? I wish I could work on that. And, and we don't accept our problem. Right? It's usually not the problem that's the problem. It's usually the fact that we don't like, the fact that we, don't, that we have that problem is usually our problem, as we've been saying, to love, loving your lot is loving your life. When you love your lot, even if your lot is not a good lot, when you love it and you accept it, and you say, this is who I am, and this is what I have, and I might have this negativity, I might have this problem, and I might have this shortcoming, I might have this whatever it might be, and you accept it, and you don't fight it, and you really, really um, learn to, to uh, I'll say more than accept it, you don't push it away. Most of the time we push away and we say, I wish I had his problem, and I wish I had his problem. But really what we're saying in essence is, is that I wish I wouldn't have my problem. But when a person learns to, to really, really just say, this is my package and this is what Hashem gave me. And Hashem wants me to deal with me. And Hashem doesn't want me to deal with anybody else. He's not, he doesn't, especially at this stage in your life, where you're, where you're truly, really creating yourself, the more a person looks and lives in someone else's business. First of all, you, you mentally suffer from that. It's very painful if you're always in someone else's business because then it's like, oh gosh, you have to keep up with everybody and you have to make sure that everybody is, is either happy with you or that everything is just right. It's a lot to carry. It's very heavy for a person to carry everyone else's feelings. And, and that's very, very challenging for a person. And not only that, then you don't even end up dealing with yourself because you're so busy with what does this one think and what does that one think and I gotta make sure this one's okay and I gotta make sure this one's okay and I gotta make sure this is okay, gotta make sure that. And you're running around in your mind and in your heart holding so much as opposed to I gotta figure out a way how I can live my life and I gotta figure out a way how I could how I could connect to myself and live the best possible life. Because this is your life. That is your life. Okay. So Hashem will help us all. Let us be zocha to see the good, to hear the good. And even if we see the bad, even if we see negative, I think that's the key. Even when and if you see negative, the first step, the first step to do when you see negative is... To say, okay, so I see negative, all right. So I, so I see negative in that person. That's okay. That's okay. So I'm a negative guy. So I woke up in the morning and I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to deal with, with life. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. When you fight that sometimes, when a person fights that, as opposed to saying, okay, you know, that we all have bad days. You know, we look at people and... And people have, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't like everybody. There's nothing wrong with saying I don't like everybody. So I don't like everybody. That's okay. You don't have to like everyone. That already is a, is a positive 
thought that's already a compassionate, loving thought to yourself, as opposed to, as opposed to, okay, uh, I gotta be positive, I gotta be positive, I gotta be positive, I gotta be positive. Now you could replace after that. You could you could have positive thoughts. You could have gratitude. You could start saying if you're feeling achi, usually usually your right your thoughts create your emotions. So if my thought, if I'm feeling gross and I'm feeling down, it's usually because I'm feeding myself subconsciously down thoughts. So if I start saying, oh, I'm so thankful, you start realizing and you start feeding yourself with positive thoughts, a lot of times that can change your attitude, it can change your mood. But not to be worried and not to be uh, fighting with yourself. I think that's, that's very, very important. So Hashem will help us all and all the Jewish people that we won't speak any Lashon Hara, hear any Lashon Hara uh, today and every day. Amen. Okay, let's. Um, we're gonna we're gonna learn a little bit about the difference um, between. Uh, well, let me first give an intro. We're we're at the last parak of Masil Sisharim, uh which is exciting because uh, because uh, we're, we uh, in this year. I guess it's already been a year and a half. Um, since the beginning of last year, we started the beginning of the of the Sefer, um, so so we're literally wrapping up, which I'm very proud. A lot of times, I I really just start over in the beginning of the year. This year, I decided I want to continue, so it's exciting um, to be where we are, and it's exciting, Emir um, to be to be starting over. Because one of the gifts of the Silsusharim, one of the things that I got actually from the Silsusharim is the fact that, that there's no beginning and there's no end. So someone could say, oh, that's annoying. But in a certain way, it's, uh, it's very exciting because, because um, every day there's a new opportunity to remind myself what life is about. That's, that's, it's not like, okay, now I finished it. You know, a lot of times when we finish something, we expect ourselves to be like, okay, so I don't need it anymore. And I think it's very clear that we need to remind ourselves Right, it's one of the things that's what's on the quote chat that says that motivation doesn't last, so neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So I feel the same with Mesil Sharma Chavetz Chaim. Right, the ability to not speak Lashon Hara and to focus on myself and to remind myself that I want to do it does not last. It doesn't last. It very quickly fades away. That's why daily, that's why we recommend daily reminding ourselves, I don't want to live in someone else's business. I want to live in my business. We've got to remind ourselves every day. And Mesil Tisharim, which teaches the value and the sanity of life, what life is truly, truly about. Because a person can get swept up into what he thinks life is about. And then you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm changing that. It's something that a person has to remind himself, right? Mesil Tisharim, there's a Shalom Bayesh here today at 1240. Yeah. Why is that exciting? It's exciting because, because it's not like... Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a good husband, right? And, the, and, and what's funny, it's not funny, it's actually beautiful that, that uh, you know, Rabbi Lazarus came one day. Rabbi Lazarus is married for like a hundred years, you know what I'm saying? He's like, and he's coming to the shear, and he has a great, what, what are you coming to a shalom by? It's like, if you didn't get it by now, you ain't gonna get it, right? What, what does that mean? You have, you're a, he's a great grandfather. Why are you coming to a shalom by shear? What's the answer? The same answer is the Rabbi Alexander, right? Rabbi Erbluch, you know, the Rabbi Rafi, Rabbi Regensburg, 
Hi, Rav Hillel, sorry to put you in the, uh, in the uh, older Hebra over here. Rav Ezra, I'm saying, why are we sitting here? Why do, why do I do, right? What, 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 we, if we didn't get life, right? If you didn't get life by now, so you're not going to get life. The answer is no, 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 wrong. That's, that has, that, that, that's not what we're doing over here. This is life. It's not like, okay, so we're teaching you how to live life. Now go live life. Right? That's what people think. So I'll teach you how to be positive. Okay, thank you, Rabbi. I got it. I'm going to go be positive. No. You, you're, life is reminding oneself over and over. Because otherwise you're not going, it's not going to work. If you're not going to learn how to be a good husband, and you're not going to constantly be, be, be working on being a good husband. By the way, just a follow-up from yesterday's year. I just want to tell everyone. Big follow-up from yesterday's year, right? Sorry that I'm doing this, but I'm, I'm, I'm just sharing it. If anyone remembers the quick story, I'll just recap from, uh, from, from yesterday's year, uh, if everyone remembers. So I played the shear for my wife, that little segment, because we were in the middle talking and uh, Rabrafi was asking a question, you know, about, we were talking about um, um, uh, making a difference or doing something and it's like, oh, you have to do so much. I forgot the whole, I forgot the whole thing, something like that. I'm like, I'm like, it's not true. It's not true. You could do something very little. Right? That's what we were talking about yesterday. You can do something very little. little. Sometimes people think, oh, i got to become a positive person. So here you're going to become this guy who's walking around, you know, juggling all day and, ha, ha, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy guy. Right? And, and, and until you're that, right, you're not. No. You could do a little small, tiny thing and, and it can make a big difference. So one of the things, I, I don't know how, I said, oh, for example, right, what's the example I, I think of was with your wife. Right? You could do a small little thing and it can make a big difference. So I did in Shear, I texted just the Chazar over for those who weren't here, right? So I texted, sent a WhatsApp to my wife. Hi, I'm in the middle of Shear, just wanted to say hi, thinking of you, blah, 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 blah. That was it. It took me 30 seconds, it took me not even 30 seconds, sent. So then I comes out, I didn't even see the text because it was in the middle of Shear. My wife wrote to me, you made my morning, thank you. Right, like, like I made her morning. All I did was, was send a, uh, you know, send. So what's the point of that? So that that was a follow up on what we were saying yesterday. Um, oh, that's what I was saying. So shalom bias, right? I'm getting to shalom bias. Why is that? So every, so Masil Tisharim, learning it and doing this every day is not, is not like okay, you know, I got it, um, and now it's time to move on. It's 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 a person learning. To, to remind himself and learning to, to, to every day. And the more you do it, I'm just telling you, the more you do it, the, 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 the what's the word? The, the, the stronger you get, the more empowered you get, the more clear you get, the more happy you get. It's not the like, okay, I got to do this. And then you walk around like, okay, I got to do it. It's like marriage is the same thing. It's not the like, okay, I'm maintaining my marriage. I ain't maintaining my marriage. I'm creating the best marriage in the world. I'm not maintaining my day of having it. I'm comparing it. It's a very good comparison. I'm not maintaining my life. I'm creating my life. I'm living my life. I'm creating my life every day. Another, another day. It's Thursday. 
I don't care if today's Thursday or Tuesday or Wednesday or so. Okay, Shabbos is Shabbos. We're not talking about Shabbos, right? Uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. What does it make a difference? What does it make a difference? Today's Sunday. Today's the first day of Yeshiva. Today, that's why I say today's the first day of the rest of your life. I don't say that. Okay, the first time I heard, I was like, "Wow, that's amazing!" Today's the first day. No, I want that to be part of my vocabulary. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. How would I live my life if today I really believed was the first day of yeshiva? You'd get, you'd be, you would have gotten up extra early, right? You'd, you'd dress like on your best clothing. You'd be in your focus. You'd be in your zone. Why? 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 Why are you doing that? Why? Why? And imagine if a person. Would, would think like that all the time. Today is t- tomorrow, the next day, and you live like that. Yes, Yehuda. Um, so if I could just... Uh, yes, of course you can. <laughs> so to express a part of me that was coming up when you were talking about... Yes, it, yes. Was, uh, was this like exasperated part of like, ah, so then like, when can I chill? Yeah, go chill. Make a time to chill. What's the problem? I don't know, put it on the calendar. Chill every, chill as much as you want, Yehuda. No, I mean that for real. Make the time. Say, I want to chill every day for seven hours. If you could do that, go for it. If that's what you need, I'll help you chill. I will all help you chill. Whoa. I think it's like more in the sense of, uh, so if life is this continuous thing, as opposed to, you know, one day, I'll get it. You know? like, obviously, so it's from like, an extreme view of I'm listening. So maybe you need, maybe there's a part, so maybe to talk to that, that, that part that is, that's coming up that you're saying that, that, so say no problem, we could chill if that's what you need. Maybe a person needs that. Maybe when a person hears that, it's too intense for him a little bit, so he needs to, he needs to chill. Maybe he needs to chill. Why, why not? I'm, I'm just asking. So what's wrong with that? It's great to chill. And then you could chill. Well, why? Then you could chill. That's no different than now. I want to chill, enjoy my life. I want to. What, what's wrong with saying I'm going to go to the beach? I'm going to go to the beach. And I'm going to sit there and, and relax and have a beer and 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 sit down. Well, go go for it. Everyone. I hope everyone puts that on their schedule. It's very important to put that on your schedule. Especially, it's called being a human being. It's called wanting to take care of yourself. It's beautiful. Why not? That's the, you'll have probably more clarity there than you'll have in other places. I'm saying, well, 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 it's great. It's awesome. Create the life that you want to create. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, think about. Well, you'll see what part comes up now. Shkoyach Yehuda. Shkoyach. Yeah. Six years, six years, six years and counting, sitting. And that's why he's a happy guy asking a question like that. It's amazing. Yeah, you're doing it right, Yehuda. Your wife is lucky. Your children are lucky. You're lucky. Yes, Menachem. What? Yeah, please. Yeah, welcome. What? Right, right, okay, good, good question. Usually that second thing comes because you're not chilling enough or you're not taking care of yourself. I always say there's a big difference between a guy who's watching a, a movie 
right? Who's, who's watching a movie because he chooses to watch a movie. Or he's watching a movie because he's escaping. There's a major, major difference. You could have a guy who's watching a movie for an hour and he's escaping. And you could have a guy who watches a movie for two hours and he's re, uh, re- recreation, they say, is recreation. Recreation, they say, is recreation. The word recreation. A guy could be watching a movie for two hours because he chose to watch a movie and says, I'm taking care of myself. I'm going for two hours. Those two hours wasn't a waste of time. It could be, I'm not going to get into movies, not movies. It could even be without movies, because everyone, people are going to, this might trigger people, which is good, right? It could be it's even a mitzvah for that guy to watch a movie. <coughs> Maybe it's even a mitzvah, of course. We're not talking about watching anything inappropriate. If you watch Aladdin, right? I don't know if, you know, you watch, a, well, nowadays, cartoons and all that stuff are, are probably messed up also. But back in the day, where you could watch a healthy, uh, you know, animated movie, right? And you go, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shrek. Two hours, you know, two hours, you know, and you sit there and you're like, ah, this is great, right? As opposed to, uh, you know, going through, you know, uh, you know, TikToking. Is that what they call it? Is it called TikToking or they say going through TikTok? Did I just make that up or it's called TikToking? Can we make that up or it was made up already? Hebrew is probably what I did how do they say just to go through TikTok? Is it called TikToking? Yeah, I'm going to call it TikToking because I like that. TikToking. You're sitting there TikToking. So the guy's TikToking for, for one hour. What, he's not TikToking. We call that escaping. Sorry, no offense. I don't know. I've never TikToked, but I'm saying I, that, right? You're escaping. You're escaping as opposed to sitting there with some popcorn and, and you know, setting yourself up and being like, ah. Watch for four hours. Oh, that could be a mitzvah. Why? Because, because you're not escaping. You're choosing to do something like that. You're choosing that. And most of the time, the guy who's TikToking or the guy who's putting his, his blanket over his head and he's escaping life is because he doesn't know how to do that properly. He doesn't know how to recreate himself. Yeah? Does that help? Welcome. I like it. Great question. Great start. Okay. Is there so, such a thing as a smoking pot um, or, or, or drinking alcohol? Yeah. Right. That's a great question. That's a great, that's a great, great question. Um, I'd have to think about that one. Um, I would, I would say um, off the cuff, I would say off the cuff um, that drinking or altering, anything that's altering your reality, um, I think is very dangerous. Um, I think it's very dangerous because authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from one's connection to reality. So I would question myself if why I need to change my reality to enjoy my life, right? Why do I need to do that? Why do I need to smoke pot? Why do I need to uh, drink alcohol? Why do I need to, you know, TikTok? A guy could say, okay, I'm gonna sit down for an hour and, and you know, why would I wanna, you know, that would be a question, the question of that's recreating or that's escaping. That's a good point. And if you find yourself if you find yourself, you know, uh, 
you know, if you find yourself dreaming about those things and you find yourself in your reality that you're not, you're not able to live in your reality because you're, you're, you're constantly chasing that, that's, that's also a question, you know, that I might need more different things, whatever it might be. I like that question. I like the honesty of that question. Okay. Um, yes, for Hillel. Uh, yes. Right, right, right. Right, that's why I was created. Right. The guy's going through so much pain, and he doesn't want to run away from reality forever. Right, he right, right. He needs a, something to get him off the 100%. To take care of reality. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, you have to be careful with that. With people who've been living. People who've been living. Well, people have been living with that a lot. It's, it's yes. Yeah, no, I'm sure they had alcoholics back then also, but yes. Supposed to be fun, but yes, I got you. Beautiful, yeah, Rabbi Erblach, welcome back. Beautiful, Bill, beautiful. If a person finds that he is an escapist, yeah, what do you do? Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. The Ramchal and the Sharm says, you once you get into the ring with the Yitzhahara, you're you're in big trouble. The key is to stay. stay stay away. Once you're in there, once you're in it, it's very, very hard. You got to pray that, that you, you got to pray that the damage is, uh, is not going to be as, uh, you know, it's hard. The, the goal is to stay, to stay, to do as best you can 
It's like asking, what is the, uh, you know, uh, the, the alcoholic finds himself in the bar, you know, already on his third cup. What is he supposed to do? So you're right. I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, he's got a, <laughs> halavai, 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 you could get out of there. But I'm saying the whole point of, the whole point of what we're supposed to try and do is to back, you know, when, whenever you find yourself doing something that you don't want to be doing, it's never, you know, like I tell people, you know, when you're in the base measures, you're safe. When you're in the base measures, you're safe. So, so as you're leaving the base medrash, you got to ask yourself, okay, where am I going? What's next? What's next? You don't just end up, a person doesn't end up in Yerushalayim, a place. You don't just end up in a, in a you know, escape. You just end up, you know, it, it, there, there, are many, there are many, many steps, you know, more than one step. There's usually three or four, could be even five, six steps before you find yourself in that place. So what, what I would do is I would, and that's why what Menachem would say is so important, or what Yehuda is saying, is that, is that usually, and this I got from the Seals of Charm, usually if you're taking from something that's usher, it's because you're not taking from something that's mutter. And Hashem created the world, we'll learn about it more, I don't know if we'll get to it this year already, um, in Precious. Ramchal says, we're going to learn a little bit about precious now because we're in Kedusha, is that, is that what, if a person doesn't enjoy this world in the way he's supposed to enjoy this world, and he's going to begin enjoying this world from things that he's not allowed to enjoy this world. So if you find yourself in a situation that you hope and pray that you get out of it as soon as you can, and when you're out of it, I would question, how did I get here? Why do I keep on doing this thing? What am I missing in my life that I'm allowed to do, that's good for me to do, that I'm not doing, that's pushing me to do things that I don't want to do, right? And we always say escaping and drugs and alcohol and watching things and sleeping, which is also an escape, by the way, just that everyone knows. Sleeping is an escape as well. Um, all of those things are, are solutions to, to a problem. The problem is never drinking. The problem is never smoking. The problem is never, you you know, TikTok. That's not the problem. There's another problem that you have, and you're trying to solve that problem with doing these things. So so if you find yourself in, in a place where you don't want to be, you know, obviously you hope and pray, and you praise God to get out of it. But it's a, it's a hot, you know, that's hard. If you're already in the ring, it's a hard already has you in his, you know, he's already got you in, in a headline. What you want to try and do is say, okay, how do I stay away from that headline? Yeah. I just want to say, do you guys hear what's going on? I mean, Herbal is also who's a grandfather. He's father-in-law, mayor's father-in-law. He's sitting here, sitting here asking a question about how to get away from the Sahara. That's what like that's where you want to be when you're when you're uh, you, it's not like okay, I gotta work on my Yitzhahara. We all gotta work we all gotta work on our Yitzhahara. Until the day you die. Hopefully you're working on your Yitzhahara. Only when you're 90 years old. You're gonna be working on you're gonna be working on things. That's what life is about. Life's not about okay, I got it. I got it. 
I'm, I, I'm, I understand it. Some of you have to remind yourself as much as you can. And that, that's the importance of, of coming to Mesil Susharam. That's the importance of this shear. The importance is to remind, to start off your day reminding yourself, okay, what is my life about? Why am I here? Why am I in yeshiva? How do I become a more positive person? How can I take more control over my life? How can I live the life that I want to live? How can I make the changes that I want to make? Okay, let's learn a little bit. Moshe, that's something you're good. Okay, let's learn a little bit. Let's learn a little bit in, in um, we're in the last paragraph. Um, we'll learn a little bit about Kedusha. Obviously, there's a very high level, but we'll try and break it down um, to, to our level a little bit. And the, uh, I'm going to just quote, I'm just going to say one thing. You know what? I'm going to focus on one thing. Rav Hill asked me yesterday, I'm going to focus on one thing that Ramchal says. I hope I'll be able to uh, bring it out properly. And that's like this. When a person doesn't know how to to say no, when a person doesn't know how to say no, so then all of his um, yeses are not so powerful. Why? Because I'm not saying yes because I'm choosing to say yes. I'm, I'm saying yes because it's a default. When a person is able to abstain from things, then he's able to enjoy life. One of the reasons people in our generation are so sad and depressed and have such difficulty is because the abundance of the gashmias and the abundance of food and the abundance of, of comfort and the abundance of everything has made it that a person doesn't appreciate what it is that he has. When a person is able to abstain, when a person is able to say no, to something. So when he chooses to say yes to something, then he is able to enjoy enjoy whatever it is. For example, as Ramchal says, if a person, the difference, what he's talking about is the difference between um, someone who's a Poyrish and someone and Kedusha. Kedusha means that you are able to actually experience this world and you're able to enjoy this world but it's on your terms. It's not the shot that, it's a little bit like we spoke about. It's not the shot that I'm on my phone because my phone controls me, but I'm on my phone because I decide to go on my phone. It's not that I'm on vacation because I have to go on vacation because I'm, I'm stuck and the boys are going away, so I have to follow what's going on. It's because I'm choosing to live that way. And when a person lives in the world, and it's funny because this is how we started off today's shear. When a person lives in the world of I'm making my decisions, as opposed to the decisions are being made for me. Right? The story that I think about is it happened in this yeshiva, maybe the second year of the yeshiva. I remember when someone at the Kiddush was pouring me, and I've spoken about this, pouring me a shot. I had a shot of, of whiskey, of bourbon, whatever it was. And as I'm holding the shot, listen to the chutzpah of this guy. As I'm holding this guy in yeshiva, great guy. As I'm holding the shot, he's like, Rebbe, you want another shot? I'm like, what? Do I want another shot? I'm holding this one shot in my hand. Let me enjoy the one little shot that I'm having now. But when a person is not in that world, when a person is in the world of, okay, huh, I got it right, right? When a person fills up, I've seen this. 
When someone fills up a, a big, large cup of, of, of alcohol, right? He's not appreciating the first. He's trying to get somewhere. So the first two, three, four, five, and that's the world we live in. That's where, that's where addictions are created, is when you're chasing and chasing. And guess what happens? A chaser, I don't mean a chaser, we'll have to throw that in, we'll have to pun that in somehow. But a chaser, oh, already getting something, right? A chaser, right, is always chasing. Remember that, everybody. If you're chasing, you will always be chasing. You will never be satisfied. Oh, if Kesef, he is but Kesef. Kisufin, you're running after things. That's why Kesef is called Kisufin, because you're always running after it. If you're running after something, you will always be running after it. You won't be satisfied. A person needs to learn how to be satisfied with one shot of whistle. A person has to learn to be satisfied with, with one uh, portion. Right? A guy goes ahead, that's part of the problem. A person goes ahead and has a, a pie of pizza. Right? He can have seven slices. In our day, I don't know what it is now. Is there any normal, um, Araf, tell me, is there any normal thing of how many slices of pizza? I don't know, you guys tell me. Is there something, in my day, just to tell you, I guess we were, uh, this is really back in the day, almost like in Europe, right? when, when we had a pizza, right? A regular pizza thing was you had two slices. If you had three slices, you were like a, a, like a really heavy, like, uh, you know, big eater. Correct? That's what it was. What's it like now? There's probably no amount of slices. It's however many you want to have. Correct? Probably? Just guessing. Yeah? More or less. I just, I didn't know that. I figured that. Why, why is that? Why is that? No? Y'all see you disagree? So, so let me hear. What's the No, no, but I'm saying, but what's considered like, okay. So you don't, right, there is no. Oh, each person can eat right. If a guy has five slices, so what? You have five slices of pizza. What? I said, I would think, you know, that's a little too much. Right, but it's okay. If he wants five, then he moves to five. Exactly. So, so that, that, that makes the case. It's fine. And no one did anything wrong. That's the society that we live in. That's the culture that you guys are growing up on. Ready for this? That creates a big problem. Can I tell you why that creates a big problem? Because that means you don't enjoy the pizza as much as the guy who has two slices. The irony I say is like, it's not the guy who has two slices. It's more of that attitude of I only get two slices. If you only get two slices, you're going to enjoy it more than if you have a pie of pizza and you can have as much as you want. I've always said this. People like Rokhaim Kanyevsky, the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim, they enjoy gashmis. This is the joke on all of us. They enjoy the physical world more than we do. A person says, oh, I'm running away from ruchnis. Why? Because I want to enjoy the gashmis. The joke's on us. It's a joke on us. Because the gashmis we don't even enjoy. We don't even enjoy the gashmis. If you want to enjoy the physical world, you gotta learn. You gotta learn to not enjoy the physical world, and then you'll begin to enjoy the physical world. You have to learn how to say no, and it doesn't begin with with say no, right? That was our uh, slogan when in the '80s, just say no to drugs, right? It worked. Yeah, it worked, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. I guess it didn't work. 
right? Just say no. The problem, should I tell you why it didn't work? Because it's not just say no to drugs. It's say no to, to other things. The world doesn't say no to anything. Everything. You want it, right? Does anyone say just say no to watching, to watching, you know, too much on your phone? No, of course not. How come there aren't commercials that say it's dangerous to spend, right? What do we say? The average person, average, average, average. That doesn't mean someone is an average healthy guy spends seven to eight hours. Look it up. Look it up. Seven hours on his phone. And that does not include homework. That doesn't include anything, you know, that he's looking up for school. That means seven hours on his phone, the average person. How come there aren't slogans, right? Or how come there aren't billboards that say, say no to your phone? That's the difference between us and everybody else out there. Everybody else out there, it's yes, 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 yes. That's why people can't say no to all these other things. When a Jew, and that's the beauty, that's how we have to thank Hashem. Hashem gives us boundaries. Hashem tells us, I'm giving you a boundary. We look at it as restrictions. We look at it as, I can't do this. I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed to do this. And this is something I've said many, many times. People don't struggle with Shabbos. That's not what people struggle with. People don't know what Shabbos is. People don't struggle with Shabbos. Nobody in our yeshiva struggles with Shabbos. We would say, what are you talking about? Of course. I struggle with my phone. I struggle with my, my vape. I struggle with my this. What do you mean I don't struggle with Shabbos? The reason is because you don't know what Shabbos is. It's not like you have any, any uh, beef with Shabbos. Okay, there might be exceptions to the world, to the rule. Sometimes people have trauma from Shabbos. That's a different conversation. But most people, why would I say that? If I told you on Tuesday not to vape, and I told you on Tuesday not to work with, do your phone, you couldn't do that either. So it's not, it's not, a, it's not Shabbos. That's not the problem. The problem is self-control. The way to enjoy your life is to learn how to have more self-control. And that begins one small step at a time. A small step, that's how it works. It doesn't work by, by, by big things. It works by little things. It can work by, right, it's one of the blessings. No pun intended. Thank you, Yitzhi. It's one of the blessings. Sorry, my back's to you. Right, it's one of the blessings of, of making a bracha. Right, I always find it interesting when I see someone who doesn't make a bracha. It's like you have the food. Like It's just a nice thing to stop and say, thank you, Hashem. Like, just stop for a second. A person stops for a second and say, whoa, wow. Whoa, hold up one second. This is awesome. Do you think he would... Let's say you watched a YouTube video on how to enjoy food more. What would they say? Slow down. Take a moment before. They would say... Have gratitude, right? If you go like this, right? If you watch a YouTube video and they say, go like this and be thankful. Oh, that makes sense. That's good. Now I'm being mindful. But making a bracha, that's what making a bracha is. Making a bracha is a person saying, okay, don't dive, in, don't dive into, the, into the soup. Don't dive into the pizza. Oh, Shlomo, yes. I love when Shlomo has, has what to say. Go. Yes. A lot of times, like, I realize I'm not, I'm not exactly talking about, and I'm only talking about Chicago when I say this, but, like, I'm talking about God, I'm not talking about the food I'm So, I mean, it helps to do both, I feel like. Well, isn't that interesting? Because we have different brachas on different foods for that reason. Yeah, I, I, this is why I'm going to talk about Chicago. I didn't really think about 
right? Borei mine mizonos, right? Borei priadama. And you think, imagine if a person thought, and he says, wow, this is amazing. I'm eating this thing. It was in the ground. And, thing, and you stop for a second. So again, if I watched a YouTube video on that, nothing to do with Judaism, you'd be like, wow, that's so cool. Look at that. I take an apple and we talk about it. And then you this, you'd be like, yeah, I'm connecting to the apple. But the rituals are our rituals of make a bracha. You got to make a bracha. So that's where we as, as, as adults learning to have a relationship with an apple, learning to have a relationship with an apple, learning how to have a relationship with God and an apple. Right? I think one of the tzaddikim once said, they said, show me something that is incredible in the world. Show me something that's so beautiful and amazing. I think he showed him an apple. To see this apple, this apple never existed and this apple never, ever will ever exist ever again. You make a bracha on it, you take your time, you connect to it. Again, forget about the ruchnias. Forget about the spirituality. You'll enjoy the apple more. You'll enjoy the food. That's the, that's, that's the catch over here. Okay, yes. Yosef and then Rebetal. Then we'll wrap up for today. Yeah. There probably are. Right, 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 right. Right, right. Right, right. I know, I just meant, I meant it in a joking way. Right, 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 exactly. Of course. Right, of course. Of course. But my point is that a person can really, a person can, can really, if a person slows down, that's my point. You know, we live in an amazing generation of abundance of physical, physical gashmias, which is a blessing, but it's also a curse. It's a blessing because we have everything we want. But the curse is, like the guy who grows up as a billionaire, the guy who grows up with all the money in the world, so he could be very unmotivated, he could not appreciate, because he's not, he doesn't appreciate what it is to work for something. Everything has, has it like that, right? Listen, I'm very thankful that we're not growing up, you know, where, where we're eating potato peels for, for lunch, and potato peels for supper, you know, from leftovers, from a garbage. But at the same time, there's an appreciation that we're lacking. So how does a person work on that? He works on that by learning to slow down and learning to say no, learning to, to abstain a little bit. When you abstain, you start enjoying a little bit. When you don't know how to abstain from something, then you don't enjoy it as much. Hashem made the world like that. Hashem made it that there's connection and then there's disconnection. You enjoy, you pull, you pull back. The more a person pulls back, the more a person is able to enjoy. Yes, Rav Bitzal.
We ordered food, and finally the food came out. And they brought me this plate. And, you know, it was like a regular plate of food by a restaurant. And they, and he, yeah, the waiter in front of it. And we're talking to him, and as, as we're talking, he, he takes out his fork and knife, and he starts cutting up different pieces. And his rabbit says, like, uh, Sheldon, what are you doing? So he said, I'm cutting up for everybody. <laughs> that was his portion. That was only his portion. Wow. That's, Amazing. That's the way it right? came from. Right, correct. Like, what am I going to do with right. the whole plate of food? Correct. Wow. Amazing story. Wow, that's scary. And, 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 and again, we, we, we're not, you know, that's an extreme. We're not from the Holocaust, and we, we have no shaykhus. Don't think we have zero connection. We have zero connection. Doesn't matter how many movies of the Holocaust you watched. We had zero connection to what 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 that generation uh, was. For us, what we could try and do is just practically when you go for lunch, you know how many times. And again, I don't know how people eat like this. You know, you you could fill up your plate. You could take doubles. You could take triples, and then you leave. You know, leftovers. You know, a person maybe learning to take a little bit less. Try, take a little bit less, see how much it triggers you, you know, right? I'm sure it triggers you when you watch the guy, you know, you know, bringing his plate that's overflowing with all the chicken and he took 17 pieces and he's, you know, has a lot of stuff going on. It could get you upset. What's that guy doing? So if you, if you look at yourself a little bit like that and you learn, you learn to just be aware, just to be aware of how many slices of pizza you took, or if you even thought about it, just to be aware, just to say, wow, I don't even know how many slices of pizza I ate. I was just eating pizza. You know, that awareness will help you enjoy life more. That's what the Ramchal tells us. It'll help you enjoy the food more. It'll help you enjoy and connect, obviously connecting to Hashem. But, um, yes, Rabbi Erblich, and then we'll wrap up for today. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never, ever, they Wow. <laughs> don't try this, anyone. Don't try it. Don't worry. Everyone's getting nervous. Every- yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Okay. I'm sure everyone has a grandmother or a great-grandmother. I remember my grandmother, right, would keep those plastic cups. I don't know if anyone has this from their grandmother or probably great-grandmothers where we used to come because they didn't know what disposable was. I mean, you don't throw away a cup if you could use the cup. Okay, but for us, we're not, this is like already Chinese for everybody over here. For us, for us, for us, like I said, what we can do, what we can try and do is instead of taking seven eggs and throwing away two of them, we could just try and take it slow. That's Kedusha. That's really Kedusha. That's what the Ramchal says is Kedusha is being able to connect um, 
to this world in a, in a healthy way. Hashem will help us all to be Zoha to enjoy this world. Hashem gave us this world to enjoy. He gave us a, a, this beautiful, beautiful world to enjoy. And Hashem will help each and every one of us to enjoy this world. And, and remember, remember, don't worry about your future. Everyone worries about their future, I promise you. Don't worry about next year. Don't worry about five years from now. Don't worry about 10 years from now. Don't worry about a month from now. Do today. If you have a good day today, you will be doing the best thing that you can do for your future. Having a great day today is the best thing you could do for your future. And if you had a terrible last year, or you had a terrible last night, or you had a terrible last week, the best thing you could do to do tshuva to fix last week and yesterday and a week ago or whatever it is or a month ago is live today. So either way you slice it, the best way to live is to live today. Have a wonderful first day of the rest of your life.